What's up, everybody? We are back again with Drink Local episode 32. It is going to be a distracted episode, I'm sure, because we're <laughs> watching uh, the NBA Rising Stars game as we speak. Um, we'll see how that goes, but uh, if you don't know who we are, we have been... Drinking craft beer for over 15 years. We are so we are longtime craft beer enthusiasts. We are not industry insiders. We aren't Cicerones. And we definitely aren't our mortal enemies, <laughs> those pesky brewers that keep on just tugging us by the leash, giving us what we can't resist. What we are is we're people just like you. We are just really excited about craft beer. During that 15 years, our passion for craft beer has been informed by so many of our experiences, whether it's tourism, our culinary preferences, or the types of activities that we do for fun. Drinking. <laughs> so, here we are again. I'm William, and I'm with... Misa. And we are going to talk about beer... Ball and Black History. All right. So this is our February-ish episode. Uh, we're still in February, yeah. uh, so we we made it. Uh, but you know how we do. We do it whenever we want. <laughs> so we're glad to have our tasters back with us. And we're going to be drinking some very, very exciting beers. Mm -hmm. So... Um, should I give them the rundown, or would you like to tell them what we're drinking? I'd like to pop this uh, can open, if you don't mind. I think you should pop that can <laughs> open, and I don't mind. Right. Oh. Oh, oh, what? Na 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 na. Why is it bubbling up? It's been sitting here. It's been waiting for you. I guess. It's been sitting there a little too long. Oh my god, I'm so excited about these beers. Yep. All right. There's at least one that I don't think I've tasted. Did we taste these? Uh, like I think we've. I, don't know. I believe that I got that at the brewery, but I'm not 100% sure. I definitely tasted that one. Okay. But uh, let's uh, clink them up. All right. And have a sip. Hey, cheers. So, cheers. Uh. Ah. Uh. Mmm. Damn, that's a good beer. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm really excited. So, do you want to go or should I? Go ahead. All righty. So, the uh, first beer on our list is a beer from Urban Roots Brewing. It's a collaboration that they did with Berryessa Brewing Co. And it's called So Many Promises. It is hmm. a classic English style pale. Why don't you taste that? So Very, we haven't had this one. Yeah, we haven't had this one. This is one of the ones... English Pale? Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, is, yeah, that's good. This is one of the ones that uh, mm. I picked up mm. at Urban Roots. It was recommended to me. It is an English-style pale ale. Simpsons Malt. Can't go wrong with Simpsons Malt. Mm. Golden Promise. 100% Styrian Goldings Hops. <laughs> that's a mouthful. It is. So is that beer. 
-hmm. and it is 4.2% alcohol. Mm -hmm. It was brewed and canned by Urban Roots in Sacramento, California. So this, it has like a, uh, like a bitterness. It has like a nice bitter, uh, not like a, like a hoppy necessarily. Yeah, it's like very it's English. Like a classic, like a bitter, like. You're ale. doing great. I don't know. I'm. A, I'm just. I'm just a taster. I'm not. You're not a describer. I'm not, you never told yeah, anybody. I don't know. It's good. You're like. Mm, I like it. You know. I mean. Uh, mm -hmm. I found uh, when I've been doing a lot of selling of alcohol mm -hmm. that uh, no matter what type of colorful and descriptive impression I try to leave on people about whatever I'm yeah. trying to sell them. Uh -huh. uh, what they go to is, I like it. Yeah, is you it know? good or what? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's good. Works every time. Yep. Works it's every good. time. It's Works good. Every I time. like it. If I if I'm selling something and I'm like, oh, it's oh, it's smoky. It has a uh, very strong malt character up front, and yeah. it finishes hoppy in the back. Oh, fantastic! They'd be like, uh, is it good or what? Is it good. It's Do you good. like it? This beer, of course, it's good. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I'm gonna taste it one more time and see if I can get a little something else. Something, something aside from it's good. Mm. Mm. So I see what you're saying about the bitterness yeah. and why you want to say the bitterness up, up front, but it also does have like that, uh, you know, very um, like England or like mm -hmm. even like East Coast maltiness. Right, 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 right. You know, like so like, it tastes like a classic yeah. sort of. It's almost kind of how, um, like I know it's a pale, but like you know how like some like old school Japanese lagers and stuff like sometimes they'll be like like have that bitterness that's mm -hmm. kind of what it reminds me of yeah yeah and I like it because it has a very low hop profile yeah you yeah know? it's not hoppy it's like a different kind of bitterness like I said <laughs> so I'm also really excited about this second beer okay did you taste it I have not tasted it at the house. I think you'll recognize this one though. Mm. I'm gonna taste it too. Can you tell us what it's called? Beer is Black History. Who's brewing it? This is by uh, mm. Coastal mm. and uh. Oak Park. Is that yeah, uh -huh. right? Helicoastal Oak Park. Draft season, craft beer, clothing, culture. It's a collaboration yeah. between a lot of entities, a few breweries. Yeah. So should I read what it says here? Absolutely. Let's it hear says, beer is black history, inspired by the origins of the first known beer recipe dating back to 3,900 BC Mesopotamia. This can is your opportunity to amplify the voices of the underrepresented in the industry with the beer crafted for all. Brewed and canned by Helicoastal Brewing in Oakland. Yeah. So I was very excited when I saw this beer on draft when I went to the uh, brewery that Helicoastal shares. Mm -hmm. Which we'll get Oh, in. that's where we had Yeah, it, like, we'll get into draft. it a little bit later. Yeah. And when I drank this beer... I was like, damn, I recognize that flavor. 
Huh. That's weed. That shit tastes exactly like oh. weed. Oh, okay. That's the. You know that's crazy because on draft, it was like when you put it up to. Because I usually kind of like sniff the beer. Yeah, you get a before nose. I taste it. And just when I took a sniff, it was like I was like, damn, this is dank as hell. Yeah, it yeah. Straight up smell like weed. And then when you drank it, it tasted exactly like weed. Out of the can, it's less. It's not as it's, yeah. dank. Yeah. It's a little more floral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a little more floral and kind of like juicy and like a little sweet. Yeah. And it still has that like, like dank bitterness. Yeah. But, um. But on draft, it on was draft, the it was dankest, insane. most it was weed ins- tasting yeah. beer that I've ever had. And we love dank beer because we're from the West Coast. Yeah. You know, like we love. this love, was like the most. The yeah, most. we love super yeah. hoppy beer. And um, it was one flavor. It was mm-hmm. dank. It right. Was, it, it, it was it was bomb. Like it was delicious. Like you know. I'm so glad we got to have it on draft. Yeah, me too. Well, after, it's different. Yeah. Um, That's crazy. And I remember at the brewery. Yeah. Um, I asked. So I'll, I'll, I'll just get into it. We'll get to it later. But mm-hmm. um, we got it from Federation Brewery mm-hmm. in Oakland, mm-hmm. and they share taps uh, and space with Hella Coastal, which right. we were really excited about. Yeah, like, Helicoastal, they had, like, what, like, maybe two beers on tap? Like, they don't brew as much. Yeah, yeah, they like. yeah, they yeah. had two, and one of them was this beer is black history. Uh-huh. Um, and I remember I asked the person who was serving the beer, mm-hmm. I forgot their name, forgive me, um, and they said, well, I, I asked them, uh, do you, can I get a you know, a mix pack. Like, can, can I can I choose individual cans? And they're like, oh, no. You can do it for hours, our Federation beers, mm-hmm. but the Helicoastal, like, uh, you can sell them in four packs. And he's like, do you not want them? And I was like, I don't want them. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. Like, that's what I said. I literally, like, I don't know what I said. I said, I don't care. And the, the guys who were at the bar drinking both looked at me and started cracking up. Because I was like, I was like, fellas, I'm a drinker. I was like, no, I, I, I want them. Right. I just wanted to know. Right. Like, if I could, if I could mix them. It's not like a deal breaker. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, so I definitely got a, a, a four packs of both of the beers that they had available. Mm-hmm. You know, I was very excited mm-hmm. to get them. Um, and they brewed it with Oak Park, mm-hmm. which uh, is actually uh, the next beer yes. that we're going to have. And you taste it already, so I'm going to taste it, and yeah. you can tell us about it. Okay, so Oak Park is actually in Sacramento and not Oakland, which is kind of confusing. Right. <laughs> but uh, but Oak Park is the black neighborhood in, in Sacramento. Sacramento. Yeah. Uh, okay, so this one is called mm. People's Beer. And on mm. the can it says, hits the spot. Original recipe from the first black-owned brewery in America. Power to the people. And it's a lager. 4.7%. Okay, and it says, brewed to honor the legacy of Mr. Theodore Mack Sr., the first African-American brewery owner. Mr. Mack was a civil rights giant who stood for economic empowerment and racial equity. His historic historic achievements helped pave the way for future minority business owners. The revival of people's beer is particularly important today as it gives hope to the community 
for what is possible. And I forget where this, uh, the first, the brewery that brew, originally brewed this mm -hmm. was not in uh, Sacramento. Right, it I, wasn't. Um, do you remember? Um, I, I don't recall, mm -hmm. but I remember that they had a museum. Yeah, yeah, it was In really Oak cool. Park Brewery that was dedicated. It was actually their in banquet the room. Mm -hmm. and... Oh, Wisconsin. Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Wow. Yeah. Wow. All the way. Oshkosh Bigosh. Mm -hmm. I had no idea. Oshkosh Birgosh, I should have said, <laughs> I guess. Anyway, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, we, and we, we actually had uh, some beer from Oak Park. I guess it was like a collaboration, right? Mm -hmm. uh, when I think it was for Black History Month? Yes. Uh, it was a was few years back, a maybe years two ago. or three yeah. years back. But uh, they were doing... Uh, we'll link it, yeah. This, yeah, they were doing this series, mm -hmm. and they still do it, actually, Yeah. of beers that highlight various figures mm -hmm. in American black history mm -hmm. that have been change makers or that have just been prominent for, you know, uh, whatever reason. Yeah. And... Um, and they work with this artist, uh, and like we'll tag them and everything. But yeah, they, he's a wild dude. I, we follow him on yeah, uh, we follow on him Instagram. on Instagram. He's but like, like, when you go to the brewery, uh, it's not it's not that big. Um, well, the I guess the inside tap room part is like not that big. But in the they have like an outside area. But in the inside, they have um, like artwork from like the artist. Yeah. You know, I guess maybe previous can yeah art. i believe the artist's name is milton oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because so, yeah. uh we mm -hmm. do follow him on instagram mm -hmm. and i see like it's like it, it feels like having an uncle for me on instagram <laughs> because like even though i'm not sure if he's even older than me right it's just that i just skew younger you know i'm damn near 42 years old um and i bet you that he's also around that age but like i got a lot of 38 year old uncles man I got a lot of uncles out here in these streets that are really just uh, they 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 skew older than me. Um, Milton Bowens. It's their Instagram is at Milton five one zero. That's a very that's a very very strong good black name right there, Milton Bowens. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you know he's got one of these Instagrams where uh, you know uh, he's a uh, he's unking you. You know, <laughs> um, great great follow. Uh, so. You may have noticed the running theme with mm. these beers. Mm. These are all black-owned brewery mm -hmm. beers. Yep. So this has been really exciting for me because I have been wanting to check out black-owned breweries in California mm -hmm. for years. I mean, years. Like, But it's really hard. You know, we have a black-owned brewery here. It's Crowns and Hops. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, they don't have a location right. yet. yet. And I believe visit. that they've yeah. been working very hard on it. I mean, they seem to be in marketing or something. Mm -hmm. So they're very, very savvy and they're everywhere. Their we beers went to everywhere. like an event. We went to like yeah. a, they did like a roller. The roller jam. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, their beer is really good. Mm -hmm. Uh so we expect to see big things from them in the future. You know, they're probably you we're know supposed to open a brewery in uh, Inglewood. Yeah, 
Yeah, and you know, I think that's that's, that's gonna be a big deal. Yeah. Um, but you know, like I mean, they're the right people to do it because over here in, in LA, like mm-hmm. you can't just uh be a small business owner. You gotta have uh funding and valuation and investors. Like yeah. you gotta damn near be a a tech startup person, uh, <laughs> to uh just uh serve the people out here in your community. But uh, anyway, though, but you know, the, the, this Urban Roots beer, of course, is uh, a collabo beer between uh, Berryessa Brewing, mm-hmm. which uh, is not a black owned brewery, but right. it's a brewery that we just happened to go to yeah, yeah, in it's crazy. Davis, mm-hmm. California, yeah. when we were visiting a friend who's going to uh, UC Davis. And yeah. at the time, I didn't realize that when I got this beer, uh-huh. that it was a collaboration with Berryessa because well, it because was a, this was before we went there, right? right. It was yeah. recommended to me by oh. uh, the bartender mm-hmm. that was helping us right. at Urban Roots, mm-hmm. who was a super nice guy, um, <laughs> and um, um, I, it didn't even resonate with me that it was the same brewery mm-hmm. until I got home and started looking over the beer. That I bought. So we let one white man in. You know, you gotta... Huh? <laughs> we let one white man in. You gotta yeah. let one in. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's uh, good, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and when I... And uh, when I went there, you know, they they seemed cool. You know, they were very hospitable, very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, they, uh... It seemed like a family-owned business. Yeah. They had a lot of space. They were doing wine. Yeah. They were doing, um... You know, uh... Beer. They were doing a lot of things over there. They mm-hmm. even had a hop water that they were trying out. Mm-hmm. That was. And they you know, had like a, a teenage son or whatever. Like. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was, that was the whole family. Yeah, like, yeah, really? teen, yeah, teenage yeah, son. Yeah, yeah he was, was cool, cool. You know, and yeah. I was thinking, man, you know, uh, I really hope that he appreciates these moments with his family because this is like one of the coolest things to be a part of mm-hmm. as a teenager. Even though, like, I'm sure, like, as a teenager, your mind is yeah, you're totally like, yeah, elsewhere, I gotta do know? this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, we were definitely very excited for all of these black breweries because mm-hmm. we finally got the chance to do this. Um, when I went to Hella Coastal, I didn't know what they were going to have. I didn't know that they were going to have a beer just for this month right? with this amazing can art, yeah. which is black, green, and red. Yeah. It reminds me of a <clears throat> Tribe Called Quest um, yeah. album cover. Yeah, it really does have that a uh, Tribe Called Quest kind of yeah kind of vibe, you know. Um, and uh, it says it's an IPA with HBC fifty six. I'm assuming that's what the hops are. Uh huh. Um, but uh, it's just uh, really been a really fantastic experience, and with this. Beer, mm-hmm. beer is Black history, you know. Like I thought about it, you know, because I was like, you know, um, when I'm going around to breweries, I go a lot of breweries, you know. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, <laughs> and I'm right there with you. I don't see many Black people. Uh-huh. You know, I see Black people. Like, like there. You mean? Yeah, there. Yeah, I uh-huh. see Black people who are in the industry, right. who are working. I see black people who are customers here and there, uh-huh. but it's uh, I'm one of those black people who you see where you're like, oh, you don't see that many of us. 
Right. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. among. I, there I, might I'm be among like the one other person yeah. or group or something. But yeah. when I go to Oakland, mm-hmm. I always see black people in breweries mm-hmm. everywhere, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all over the place. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which it's just not like that in LA. Right. You know, like yeah. you don't. You, you don't really see it, and I don't and think... And even, like, other breweries we've been to in other cities, it's not like that. Yeah, and I don't think that it has anything to do with any kind of exclusion or racism, even though, like, systemically, like, that just kind of is the way shit lands. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, um, you know, I was wondering, like, if culturally there was some kind of, like, division, uh-huh. you know, because I have found, like, you know, when I'm hanging out with... Uh, Black people, like, I'm the craft beer guy every time. Right. You know? Right. Uh, it's me, you know? Right. Um, That's not, like, the drink of choice. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you know? Like, uh, the drink of choice is, is beer. Can I, can, I, can I get a beer? Do you right. have a beer? Mm-hmm. What, what, what about or, a beer? One, one beer, please. <laughs> no, like, or it's not even beer. Yeah, no, but I'm saying, but if it's a beer. Right, like, right, right. You know, it, it's like... It's, yeah. Right, if it's beer, it's not craft beer. Yeah, just give me a beer. Right. You know? Um, but uh, people like it, you know? Yeah. Like, it's just like with a lot of people. Like, I remember when I was, uh, you know, I was pretty early, you know, into the whole uh, craft beer thing, like, even in L.A. Mm-hmm. So even, like, when I would go hang out with, like, you know, my friends who weren't black, mm-hmm. um, they were like, oh, it's the fancy beer guy. Right, right, right. Back right, in the right, day. Right. Now it's like, you know, I'm just another guy. Right. But, it's kind of more yeah, popular yeah. now. Right. Yeah. But like even back then, you know, it was like it was like one of those things, you know. But to this day, like, you know, the uh black uh craft beer thing, mm-hmm. um it's uh you know, it's a few of us who are very, very passionate about it. Uh-huh. Right? You right. know? Um so I was like, what is, like, why have I never thought, like, about beer as black history, you right. know? Like, when I saw this, like, I was stimulated, you know? Uh-huh. I was like, what does that mean? Like, I never considered, like, the logistics mm-hmm. of beer and black history because, like, you know, I know that, like, you know, if you think about, like, bourbon, uh-huh. you know, there's a rich black history there right, that's kind right, of, right. you know... um, only being uh, addressed now. Right. You know? Was it, was it uh, Johnny Walker or no? What was it? What, what's the... Um, I forgot. Yeah, it's one of those. Yeah, uh, but I believe it. I, I, I think it was uh, uh, Johnny Walker. Yeah. But um, yeah, that uh, their distiller was black. Right. And uh, his ancestor still works. Right, right. For... The distillery, mm-hmm. but um, you know, and, I, and so I, I was thinking there had to be uh, a black history in brewing, mm-hmm. and also an African American history in brewing in particular. And I was like, I want to learn more, and I still want to learn more. Like I haven't learned very much yet, but I was just like, man, you know, I got to learn about this. So I was really excited. Like after taking this trip, mm-hmm. it really uh, something was uh awakened uh-huh. within me uh-huh. to be like yo i have to know what this is about you know uh-huh. and so like i found like a, 
a few things out. Uh-huh. Like, I found out that, I mean, you mentioned, like, Mesopotamia. Yeah, yeah, you know? that's what I said. Well, which I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, even deeper, like, I found out that brewing began in uh, pre-colonial West Africa. Okay. Um, and uh, a lot of uh, hmm. fermenting uh-huh. started there. Okay. You know, and it was uh, considered a ceremonial religious drink mm-hmm. um, that was very much related to uh, spirituality, you know, which makes sense because uh, beer, you know, at the end of the day, well, alcohol in alcohol, general yeah. is a hallucinogen. Right. Um, it is... Uh, it is associated with a lot of, like, ceremonial type stuff. Right. Yeah, um, like, culturally. Right. And so... Um, and I found out that the oldest industrial scale brewery in the world Mm -hmm. was in egypt oh wow wait okay when um it's five thousand years old so you wow you know uh, industrial scale yeah so i guess that would be three thousand bc yeah something like that Um, yeah yeah huh yeah so uh meaning like industrial scale meaning they were brewing it and then like they were brewing they, they were brewing lots, like they were like people huge amounts of right, beer they were right. brewing like huge there were amounts of beer that's insane yeah um so this was really, yeah uh this was a uh, that's crazy this finding suggests that the use of beer in sacrificial rites as the structure likely dates back to king narmer who ruled egypt in 3150 BC. The ancient brewery was likely built specifically to supply royalty with beer for spiritual ceremonies. Hmm. So, what happened? Same old story. Same old story of what always happens and what will happen later on. Uh, Imperialism. Yes. And climate. Climate? Yes. Okay. Uh There was a little ice age. That changed the entire environment of that area Mm -hmm. that made it impossible to grow the types of uh, grains Grains. required to brew beer there. And and it also affected the ability of uh, white people up north to grow grapes. Uh-huh. So like it was changing the environment and you know and we're we're witnessing these environmental changes. Yeah. Now where things are growing where they historically haven't been growing and things are not growing anymore. Right. Where they uh had been growing before. Hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh I was like, "Well, what is the African American history of, of brewing?" Beer? Uh-huh. Yeah. And so it turns out that um, well, this one, guy was the first guy. Well, yeah, that, that was that, that was the first guy to own to own the brewery, right? Uh-huh. But there was someone who was owned, okay, by Thomas Jefferson. Oh shit! His name was Peter Hemmings, and he was Thomas Jefferson's brewer. Personal brewer? Yes. Jesus. He was Man, brewing. people were out here having personal brewers? Yes, yes. This is the brewmaster at Monticello, Thomas Jefferson's 
plantation. Damn. It was known for brewing extremely good beer. Damn. But Jefferson never recognized Hemings as the talented chef and brewer that he was. Of course not. Even though he was the brewmaster. So check this out. He was just like, yeah, of course. This is fucking delicious, but... So Boulder, Colorado. Okay. There's a brewery, Avery Brewing. Okay. We're familiar with this. Uh-huh. They brew Avery, White Rascals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You know? Uh-huh. Um, speaking of White Rascals, like uh, Thomas Jefferson. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, they actually brewed a beer called Monticello. Uh-huh. That was... That had the sole purpose of shedding light on this story. Wow. And providing uh, a uh, celebration to this man's legacy. Wow. As a foundational American brewer. They released it in 2020. Huh. Yeah. So, um... May I ask what kind of beer it was? Do they know? Do you know? uh, Let's see. What kind of beer was it? Um... It is, who knows if this is what it was, uh-huh. but this is a barrel-fermented hmm. persimmon wheat ale. Wow. Yeah, fascinating. I, I thought it would be something way more basic. Fascinating. Okay. Motherfuckers brewing his ass off. Anyway, but who knows if that's what he was doing. Like, right, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, anyway, though, there's so much more to learn. Like, oh. that's my point. Like, this is super fascinating. It is. It makes don't me really think about it. Yeah, and it makes me want to learn about this stuff because, in general, like I want to know more about the history yeah. of this drink that wow. has become such a central part of my life. Right, 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 right. Yeah, because like, especially uh, with American history, there's like the prohibition and all this, you know. So like. Right. It's really kind of interesting to see how the history, like, kind of evolved and, like, paused, I'm assuming, at one point. And then, you know what I mean? Right. Well, I'm reading mm. this article That's on cool. Arrived.com. It's called Honoring Black History in Beer. And they actually get into prohibition. Oh. But we don't have much time to talk about that. Right, right. But I just want people to know, honoring... Black History in Beer. If you want to check out this article on Arrived.com, it is one of arrived? many... Arrived? Arrived. And it's uh, A-R-R-Y-V-E-D. Oh. Um, so, you know, there's a lot to learn. Yeah. Um, and beer is super fascinating. Like, one thing that we've really enjoyed about this podcast is that uh-huh. we've learned so much yeah. about beer. Yeah. Uh, along with you guys. Mm-hmm. Just uh, talking about it with you guys. So... You know, even this thing with uh, the people's beer. Like, I didn't know mm-hmm. about this guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I got excited when I saw the people's beer because, you know, like, I love the people's stuff. Right. In general. Yeah. You know, and sure enough, this beer is a... Uh, it's like a classic lager. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hits the spot, like they say. Yeah. So, let's move on. Uh-huh. Let's tell these tasters about... Our trip? The Bruise Cruise. The Bruise Cruise. Yeah, and that's not B-R-U-I-S-E. That's B-R-E-W-S. 
But it's cruise as in C R I C R U I S E. Yes, not C R E W S. Right. How confusing. I, I, I feel like we're assholes for that. But. We are. <laughs> but yeah, so let's talk about it. So uh, what, what's going to happen now is Misato is going to tell you guys uh, where we went in Northern California. Yeah. And on our way back down. And yeah. So we'll talk a little bit about it. So we took a little trip last weekend. Um, up, we drove up to Sacramento, stayed there for two nights, um, and then stayed one night in Oakland and drove back down. So that was basically three nights, four days, right? Mm -hmm. And so it was our first time driving up because we've driven back down, but it was interesting to me. Sorry to kind of get a little off track You're off fine. top but we drove through like like the middle of the state because we were going to sacramento which is like kind of in the middle of the state in terms of like west east west you know um it's not along the coast so we drove through like a lot of farmland a lot of agricultural farmland through a lot of grapevines yeah, a lot of grapevines. Grapevines, and there was, like, a point where I was like, what are they... Because there's, like, parts of California where it's, like, known for wine and stuff like that. But I was like, these parts aren't really known for wine. What are they doing with these grapes? And then we drove through one town, and it was, like, the raisin capital of the United States. I was like, oh, they're making the raisins. raisins. Yeah, yeah, like California raisins. Uh, was it some made? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Well, real quick. Yeah. Like, one place we drove through was Fresno. Uh-huh. And they were doing a lot of grapes there. And just talking about that whole climate change uh-huh. thing, I bet you yeah. that one day Fresno is going to be one of the wine capitals of California. Maybe. It's just not sexy. I'm sorry. It's just not, it's no, not you, sexy. You know what? You I know, mean, they're already making grapes, but they're making raisins. It's not sexy. Just, I'm sorry. shut them motherfuckers down. I'm sorry, Fresno <laughs> people. Y'all know this though. This is not a this is not a shock to you. Anyway, I tried. Yeah, a lot of like, and then a lot of almonds, which is a whole other issue. Yeah, anyway. I, I feel like almonds is uh like that's, that's that's draining all our water. Yes, almonds are problematic. For some reason, California decided to grow a bunch of almonds <laughs> when we don't have any water, but it requires a lot almonds. of water. So it's like a problematic thing that we're almonds growing. are the. Uh... Ezra Miller of legumes, or <laughs> what? are they legumes? Or whatever they are of, of, of nuts. Yeah. They're, they're, <laughs> yeah, they're problematic. Anyway, like we're but, still gonna we're still gonna push through with almonds, but yeah, but they're but just they, like we're making them, you know. Um, and like a lot of like dairy farms and stuff like that. Anyway, so we drove up and we. We actually, we got to Sacramento pretty quickly, you know? Um, yeah. And the first place we went to was Urban Roots. Mm. And so this was in Sacramento, like, I guess, like, south part of, south of downtown. And we went straight there, uh, partly because we got there around noon, and they have, like, barbecue. And it was like some delicious. It, it, it's like full on legit delicious barbecue. Yes. 
um i was jealous like it it was like a nice it was like a pretty big um tap room like area yeah, they had very, like an outside area and there was like a spacious inside area um all the guys were cool like uh william said um it was lunch so we didn't want to like get like a ton of food and then just knock out because we were like we just got here we need to like right. do all this stuff so we we just had a little bit of everything you know it was like really delicious so highly recommend it was very good and yeah. when i got there i had on this uh street fighter <laughs> yeah hoodie. hoodie yeah and the, the uh guy who was working there um i think i can say his name he's treated me right his name is doug he uh sees my street fighter hoodie and he goes oh I like your hoodie. And I was like, thank you. He goes, I'll give you a big discount. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right, you know, I'll take I'll take that, you know? Um And William always gets discounts and free beers and stuff. Like he never asked for it. Well, except for this one time, actually. But <laughs> <laughs> on this trip actually. But he, he always gets it. And but this was the first time he got it for wearing a like for, for Street Fighter. Yeah. He loves Fighting games. Yes. And so... A fellow I, fighting game aficionado. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so... In the wild. Recommended us some beers uh -huh. to take home. Yeah. Including this So, so Many, many promises. promises. Uh huh. And treated us right. Yep. Treated us very good. We bought a lot of beer. Yeah. And... Uh, he, me and Doug, we uh, talked a little bit of fighting games. It was, it was, it was very fun and very funny. Yeah, I, it was super random. I'm sure he was excited to like be able to talk all this uh, fighting games with yeah. you. You know, yeah. like I was, I like, I don't know, sat down or whatever, so I didn't hear all this conversation. But like, I was like, oh, that's really cool. But yeah, it was a great start to, to a the wonderful trip. Yes. trip. Yes, and it was exciting. To be there at this uh, black-owned brewery yes. in Sacramento, um, Doug uh, was just a fantastic person, and it was it was just delicious. I was there were people because this was Thursday, so it was like a weekday, and there were people like there. I'm assuming just like to get some lunch or whatever, maybe a little bit of beer. And I was like, damn, I'm so jealous of. Like, people who just can, like, come here for lunch or whatever, like, you know? Like, I was like, oh, man. Because whenever uh, we go to different town cities and, like, on these beer trips, I always kind of imagine what life would be like if you lived there. You know what yeah. I mean? And I'm like, oh, man, this is, like, amazing. And it was kind of, like, in, like, a residential area. It wasn't like there was anything. Yeah. It wasn't, like, in a business part or anything, you know? So I was like, this is really cool. Anyway, so we did that, and then our next stop was Oak Park, like we said, yeah. and Oak Park is, um, I, I guess is like historically black neighborhood in Sacramento, mm -hmm. um, and so we went there, it was like really cool, it was like a cool little neighborhood, so we walked around a little bit, mm -hmm. and we went to this like little shop that had like uh, vintage clothing and mandatory huh mandatory mm -hmm. yeah and we talked to the guy who the owner there and he was like telling us about the neighborhood right yeah uh, yeah his name was vince uh 
he originally from LA like myself. Oh, right, right. And he had this very positive, very you know, strong energy. Yeah. That, yeah, he talked to us right away. Like Yeah, yeah. He mag- we were already looking, but he kinda magnetized us and pulled us in and we talked for a bit and he kinda told me a little bit about the history of the uh community and he asked me, you know, what I think about the place. And you know like people ask me this question and about like the, the town. Yeah, right? about yeah. And I think it's, you know, such a trap because I'm not a fucking dick. Like I'm not gonna say fucking sucks, bro. It's better where I'm like people do that shit. Like, you know, like people like, you know, living in LA, uh, I get a lot of people who have busted their ass to get here. And all they want to do is tell me about how it fucking sucks. And it's like, go home, dude. Like, go back, you know? So, I was like, yeah, man. I like it. It seems really cool over here. And he said, really? <laughs> and I was like, trap me. He got me He got me in the trap. And I was like, and I was like, yeah, I mean, like, what do you want me to say? You know, like, I... Yeah. I, I mean, you live here. Yeah, like, I just got here. <laughs> But I like it, you know. I like this part, right, you know, right, right. The uh, the black neighborhood, right. And uh, so he told me a little bit about it, and uh, you know, the story was the same as everywhere else, right. You know, he said that gentrification, uh, guys. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of gentrification going on. Uh, a lot of people moving in from San Francisco, which makes sense because right, because uh, it's too they, expensive over there. Yeah, you can't afford to live you there can't, anymore. Yeah. Uh, people can't <laughs> afford to. People have to migrate. You know? That's how gentrification happens. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's... In part. Right. It's a little deeper. Right. But, you know, but it was fascinating just to hear him tell me, like, who was living there. You know, <laughs> aside from the San Franciscans, I was like, well, who's living here? You yeah. Know? Like, uh, and he says, a lot of lawyers and lobbyists. Right. Which is so sacramental. Yeah. It like made he, perfect sense. Right. Because, I mean, it's the capital of California. It made perfect sense because they got to go talk to Gavin Newsom. Right. Like, you don't really hear about lobbyists in, like, L.A. or whatever, you know? Like, yeah. and I'm sure they're all in, like, Washington, D.C. and stuff, you know? But, like, being in Sacramento, I, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like you don't really. Yeah. No, think it about made it. me understand. <laughs> you don't because think about I, a lot of people. A lot of people are like, "Why is Sacramento the capital?" Right. You know, and it's because they have the time and space to do that shit up right, there. Right. Right. You can't do that shit over here, no, dude. It's like too this much is shit LA. Going on. It's a like this is a sicko environment. Right. No, of a different kind. Right. Right. You know, it's I mean, too like, distracting. Yeah. Like obviously, like any place where there's a lot of lobbyists and politicians, like we've all like seen. House of Cards. We know what goes. There. We've seen actual politics. Like we know, mm-hmm. we know. Like we we know what Matt Gates is out here doing. Like it's crazy. Oh boy. So it was really fascinating. Yeah. To hear that this was the crowd that was moving here. <laughs> right to Sacramento. Yeah. Yeah, and your your image of a lobbyist. You know, it's probably one thing, but what I kind of realized is uh-huh. like everybody. Has lobbyists, you know, right? Um, right. There's different scales of yeah. lobbyists. There's lobbyists right. for video game companies. Right. There's, you know, there's of course there's lobbyists for uh, cigarettes. There's lobbyists for milk. Uh, TurboTax has lobbyists, making it so that the government right. won't just send us our taxes I was, already done for us I by was other countries. Thinking today, actually, when I saw some, it was a basketball tweet by one of these. There's weed lobbyists. Right. Of course. 
a basketball uh one of the teams and like i guess one of their sponsors is like milk and i was like you know it's prostitute lobbyists it's really crazy how like in america like milk i mean i'm sure i i'm assuming these are milk lobbyists lobbying for milk because there's always like commercials for milk like in general like not even like a specific brand of milk just, just milk, milk in yeah, general you know? know like which is like kind of crazy anyway right you would think that milk wouldn't need a uh, publicist or a right, lobbyist like people drink it like what are you gonna do with cereal you know what i mean but you know they do because even without them commercials man motherfuckers are got weak cereal? bones out here yeah i mean <laughs> drink but it. where else did we go we went so then yeah okay so there's only two so we went to oak park and they walked around the little area which was really cool um beautiful town sacramento is a beautiful town i never thought i would i was i was was always like like, fuck that place yeah no i was literally always like fuck that place um but i'm like yeah no i'm like this is great and we didn't even okay i'll get to it anyway so then we went to alaro craft brewery which Ended up being like more of like a restaurant, mm-hmm. and they had like very classy I guess place. like tapas and stuff, which we didn't really eat because it was like a weird time. We had just had this barbecue and all this, so we ended up drinking their beer. And I was like at first because I had bookmarked them, and so I was like, oh, let's go here. And then it was a restaurant, so I was like, oh, is this gonna be like whatever? You know what I mean? I didn't really have high expectations once we were there. But all their beer was, like, cool, you know? They knew what they were doing. Yeah, like, I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, and I they were brewing they're... some very ambitious beers. Like, yeah. they were doing some things that a lot of places were it was interesting. not doing. Yeah, and they had, like, a pretty I wish I had examples. beer list, too. Yeah, and they had a very large brewery in the yeah. back of their restaurant. You know, a lot, of, a lot of places, even Oak Park, like, their brewery wasn't that big, but they had yeah. a lot of space. Right, you're right. And this place, I mean, the food, we didn't eat it, but it smelled good. And there mm-hmm. was this one beer that we, I think we ended up getting a taste of, where they brewed it with a local home brewer. Oh, and yeah, they, they didn't have it anymore. Kind of, it sold out. Right, right. Because we ended up getting um, some beers to go, and they had, like, bottles. So we got, like, a few bottles to go. I mean, they were really good, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, next time, if we're going to go back to Sacramento, we can go and eat the food. Yeah, their food so, was good. yeah. And you know what? Since it was a classy place, mm-hmm. uh, I was definitely looking around at the crowd. Mm-hmm. Lobbyists. Fucking uh, probably, lobbyists. Probably, yeah. Probably no, it was lobbyists a lot. It was lawyers. a lot of very business-like yes. Like, people. Right, fancy. Yes, like yes. Fucking money people. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's what it seemed like. Also, why I was kind of like, uh, how is this going to be? But the beer was solid. But there was a guy at Alaro. He was a waiter. I could not <laughs> take my eyes <laughs> off of him because I love people who use whatever's in their hand as a prop, like a cartoon character. Right. Like if you're watching a movie and you go into a saloon, there's the guy in the vest behind the bar He's always washing the glass and his lips are pursed, you yeah. know? <laughs> uh, that kind of guy. This guy had the... Uh, the tray. plate, yeah, the, the tray that you hold the drinks and other things on, and he could not stop spinning it like a basketball. He could not stop flipping it and doing yeah, all kinds of he things. He was one of those like sign spinning guys, but with yeah. the tray. Yeah, he was a he was a beautiful man, a perfect man, and I loved what he was doing. Just wanted to shout that guy out. Yeah, shout out to that guy. Proud so guy. 
we did that and then we also went to field work yes. which i don't know where their main brewery is they're kind of they have like a lot of locations within the bay area it looks like they're south of davis maybe but i mean even the one we went to in sacramento it was pretty big it, it was, was spacious, spacious. Yeah. it was cool yeah they were doing the pizza and beer thing uh-huh like a lot of breweries do which right. is like an easy route right I and they, they had some hot water that we bought right mm-hmm. bought. um which is cool like a lot of these places are doing hot water now yeah but their beer mm-hmm. very good really good yeah very yeah good. Mm-hmm. i'm excited to um have some of the ones that we bought and then so then that was our day one in sacramento day two we went to uc davis like william said we met up with a friend who is currently enrolled at UC Davis and he took us on like a little tour. The city of Davis is pretty small and it's like what like 20 minutes or so from Sacramento. Mm-hmm. So we drove over there and studying law, yeah, social justice and uh-huh. indigenous cultures. Right, right, right. And that whole thing was like really interesting like everything he was saying. So, actually, in this town of Davis, which is, like, really, their economy is kind of based on the university, you know. There was, like, a brewery that wasn't open when we first got there, and we ended up not having time to go. But we stopped by at Bottle Shop. I forget what the name was. Yeah, I forgot the name of the bottle shop, but it's the only bottle shop in Davis. It was... (laughs) Very nice. It was very cute. It was classic. It had yeah, it was like a classic. It had and you can, uh, then they have like a kegs. few taps. Yeah, that, yeah. that you can like. So William bought some beers, um, but we also got some beers to drink there. And there was like a little area outside where you can drink. So it was like a perfect nice day. We're they had a mural made oh, from bottle, bottle caps, caps called Beervana. Yeah, and if you stepped away from it you would see that it was Kurt Cobain. Right. It was beautiful. It was gorgeous. Yeah, I didn't realize it was Kurt Cobain. I thought it was just a face. Um, <laughs> but when I saw your photo, I was like, oh, shit, that's Kurt Cobain. Anyway, so then we did that, and then we uh, he took us on a tour to UC Davis, which I was like, that was like one of my favorite parts of the trip, honestly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, I didn't think that i didn't think i thought we were just gonna go see him like hang out for a little bit and go back but he really like took us on a tour from the town of davis you just walk and there's like an arboretum but it just like kind of just naturally just starts it's the campus yeah and it just kind of goes into the campus and there's this like little creek and like little bridges across it all these trees and all these like little things that says shit about the trees. And then you start seeing animals. Yeah, you see ducks, all these like ducks and geese birds and, and like like cormorants and shit. Yeah, and then people just reading and studying in the grass. It's beautiful. It's fucking beautiful. I was like, man, like I, I could go to school here, <laughs> you know, after all this time. But I was like, this is beautiful. And UC Davis is known for like agriculture and stuff, which makes sense. So, in and around the campus they have all these like testing sites for like i guess agricultural stuff and like orchards and all this stuff we he took us to like a bee farm he took us to where they have all these cows where students at uc davis go to like see the cows before they're 
tests and stuff for mm-hmm. good luck or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. And they have a pub in the campus next to their cafeteria and he said that it's like not even that busy some like grad students there you know i guess makes sense because undergrads like half of them can't drink they also have like a uh brewing program a beer brewing program and they are partnered with sudworks brewing sudwork sudwork brewing um, like craft work. Yeah, which is like outside of Davis. And we didn't get to go, but it's there. And so I guess in the program, they go to the brewery to like brew and stuff like that. And so on the campus, the pub, all the beers on tap are like Sudwork Brewing. Yeah, yeah. And it was cool because they had great. the bar. They had like, you know, obviously like internet and shit. So people are like had their laptops and studying and there's a TV playing like sports and stuff you know so you can just like i was i was like man i would just hang out here yeah no i would totally hang out there, <laughs> just hang out there like, all although day. it was unusual to drink on a carpet yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah the setup is like it cafeteria felt like, a, it felt like a campus yeah it's but funny. then it had a uh, brewery there and so and they it, had cans to go we we didn't get it get them but like they had yeah. cans to go and stuff too which yeah. is really cool it's perfect yeah and then it's a very good school, very good campus, very good UC. It, it was really, like, I was, like, really um, amazed. And and then our friend took us outside of Davis to the town of Winters. Yes. And took us to this brewery that he hadn't been to, but was, like, you know, kind of, like, oh, you guys are the perfect people to go here with. And it's called Berryessa. Here we are. And which, yeah, which Which is a different brewery entirely that's apparently black owned in Fresno. Really? Full circle. Oh, full circle. Oh, okay. okay. So Berryessa was this brewery. It was just like you can see like these hills and it did feel like you were at a winery because I think they did have like the grapevines there too because they have a brewery and then next to it they have a winery. So they're doing both. And this is the one that brewed this so many promises with urban roots. And we just had like a flight of beers and they were all delicious. Um, we didn't have time to t- do the wine tasting, but we bought s- like a couple wines. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to taste them. Yeah. Um, so that was really like really nice. It was kind of like out there. And it was like really quiet and pretty chill. So highly recommended if you ever go out there. You know, like I'm like down to go there again, honestly. Yeah, all, all these, absolutely. All these places. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it was a great trip. It really was. So, what's next? So then we ended up not really kind of exploring more of like downtown Sacramento that I thought we were gonna do, but I'm totally fine with it. The next day we drove to Oakland, and as soon as we got to Oakland, we're like, all right, we got we got to hit the our favorites, which is. One of them being Tennis Call. Mm-hmm. And this is when William actually asked for a discount slash whatever. All right, well, what happened? Beer. Hold on. Like, you're making it sound like I was... Be- like, what happened? So, I don't know. A while back, we ordered some beers from Tennis Call, which I feel like we did it once. We've done it before. Yeah, we love yeah. Tennis Call. They're yeah. a great brewery. They're really great good. people. And they're they like, it's really cute in there. Beer. Yeah, it's really good. So they ship Perfect within aesthetic. the state. They ship within the state. And so we're like, great. So then we order some beers. And there was like some sort of mix-up 
where they had accidentally marked it so that it was like, oh, pay upon receipt, basically, right. right? Which, like, no, we already paid online to buy it, and we should just be able to get these beers. But uh, the shipping company was like, oh, it says it's like we, you got to pay on arrival, so we can't give these beers to you. And there was they this dangled whole thing. the fucking beers in front of right, my face. Right, right. So they wouldn't give it to us, and it was like a few days of back and forth between the shipping company and the brewery and William just going back and forth between like trying to straighten it out. They eventually straightened it out because it was like we can't do anything because they're like, no, the shipper has to release it and be like, no, this was a mistake or whatever because they're not gonna trust us, right? And so it finally happened, and I guess the owner, uh, the manager. I spoke with the owner and also the tap room manager. Right. One of them. Right. Or both of them. Right. Said they take care of us if right. we ever show up to the brewery. Right. Which we've been there uh, three times. Right. And so as soon as we got there, William was like, told this story and was like, so basically, like, what can you do for us? Yeah, like, you got, like, yeah, you guys said you would take care of us. Like, you gotta, I mean, you gotta pay what you owe, right. partner. Like, right, right. And know, they, they, like, looked it up and everything, and they're like, all right, we got you. And so they, they got us. They took care of us. They, they took, took care, care of us. us. They absolutely, you know, they didn't want to take the blame. Because uh, it was they not, there. It was like, not they, the same staff, same pe- yeah. which I understand, but uh, they also didn't want Temescal to take the blame, <laughs> so I had to make it clear, no, this is Temescal's fault. <laughs> But but they said they were gonna take care of me anyway. It was like a mistake, though. Yeah, yeah, I know, but like, you know, like, I don't, like, you know, uh, I didn't want it to be misconstrued as... They're doing me a favor. Right, right, right. Like, it has to be construed in the proper context. Right. Which is that, like, the brewery fucked up. And, you know, you guys took responsibility, which you did. But it can't be you didn't fuck up, but you still took responsibility. Right. Because that's not, that's not it. Like, it has to be correct. Right. Like, we all have to have the same understanding. And we did, after we communicated it. Yeah. And they really... Took care of us. They really did. Yeah. Like, um, I did, I wasn't dealing with, like, yeah. all the stuff. So, I don't know what exactly they gave us and Well, what, yeah. But... So, um, they gave us a lot of beer yeah. to take home with us. We and had, had a lot. When they were, like, I was like, you know, I would be fine with, you know, you just comp us on our drinks for here. Right. You know? Yeah. And they were like, no, nah, we're going to give you this beer. And I was like, uh, and I was like, wait a minute, what am I doing? I told them, I was like, like, why am I, first of yeah, all, and I was like, why am I negotiating you. down? Yeah. Like, I'm like, I'm going to let you guys take care of me how you want to take care of me. Mm-hmm. They they really did. Yeah, they, they, they took care of us very well. They really, they have a beer called No Jerks. That's uh, their slogan. Yeah. It's kind of all over the brewery. Um, they're not jerks there. <laughs> they took care of us. And I like the brewery too because it's uh, very queer. Mm-hmm. It's very friendly. It's very inclusive mm-hmm. of people of all walks of life mm-hmm. and wherever you're at in life, just w- like whatever kind of shit you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always liked that about Temescal. And mm-hmm. also, like, they brew a lot of ambitious beer. They have a beer that's like brewed in the spirit of a mezcal. It's like an agave spirit oh, beer yeah, called yeah, Temescal, like, which mm-hmm, is super mm-hmm. cute. Right. And Was that we, the smoky one? Uh, we got that one. I haven't had it yet. Oh, okay, we haven't okay. drank it yet. Maybe we'll try it tomorrow. 
because I tasted like uh, their smoky something, and it was like it was good. Yeah, a smoky lager, I think. Um, all their beers good. It is one of my favorite breweries in Oakland. Yeah, it's definitely in my top three. Yeah. Um. In fact, it's in my top two because I'm only leaving three open for like I don't like to just you know not have like a flexible one. Right. But I like original pattern. Yeah. And I like Temescal. Yeah. Uh. So and we've. I think we've had both of those beers, their beers, on the pod. Yes, yes. So so after we went to Temescal, we went to Original Pattern, which, like, I'm like, we got to go. And we did. And it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then we went to Federation Brewing slash Helicoastal, like, where they have the, the super the beer that like weed. Yeah. yeah. And it's cool because, so Temescal is in a different area and we didn't go this time but Rose's Tap Room is like nearby which is also yeah, like a brewery. super cute great brewery but um original pattern and federation are kind of in the same area i guess uh what's it called jack london jack london i don't know what it's called but it's square? a square it's a cute little area yeah. it's on third and jack london square it's cellar kind of maker it's like, like industrial is yeah. opening up over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cellar so Maker. So Cellar Maker has moved from, from San, San Francisco, Francisco. And they are going to be opening up. In Oakland. In Oakland. In, right in that area. So yeah. I'm like excited. There's a few breweries so we'll over there. There was like another brewery that we went to previously over there. So it's kind of a cool area. So yeah, like Oakland, pretty good beers. Um, so we did that. And then we also went to the Good Hop, which is like bottle shop. Um, we always go to the Good Hop. Yeah, because they have a lot of, it's like not even that big, but they have like really good selection of beers and they have a tap. So we had some beers They there. have beers from all over NorCal, yeah. a few from, awesome. you know, uh, the uh, Pacific Northwest mm-hmm. above them. Yeah. Uh, they get a lot of good beer there. Uh, oh, and one of the things about Temescal too that I have to mention is that when we got there, so it was San Francisco Beer Week, which was, right, 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 you know, right, we were right. only there for one day. We could not, we, we were there the for the second of day right. of San Francisco Beer Week, which San Francisco Beer Week is lasting until this weekend. Mm-hmm. It's going through this weekend. Right. And um, we were there for, on Saturday, which they called Catterday. And they had a beer that they had just brewed called the Cat Burglar. And they brewed it with none other than our own favorite hometown brewery, Highland Park Brewery. Yeah. Yeah, which was fucking awesome. Yeah. Just to like a little bit, a little bit of home was there. Yeah. At Temescal. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, they were just releasing. It, it was just. It was. It was a surprise. Yeah. And then we, whatever the next day. We are driving down back home and we stopped by. So this time going home, we were driving down the coast kind of on off the 101 and we stopped at Monterey and to have lunch or whatever brunch, I guess brunch slash lunch. And we ended up going to Dust Bowl Brewing, which actually was their main brewery is in a city called Turlock in like the middle of California, mm-hmm. which we passed on the way to Sacramento driving in, but they had a tap room 
in Monterey. Yes. It was pretty big, you know. Very um, nice. So we we're like, fuck it, let's go. Uh, let's have some beers. Um, and so we had some, and it ended up being like. It was very good, good. you know. Like it was my cool. like my opinion of Dust Bowl is, you know, it's not like super high. Uh-huh. You know, I'm not like, oh, Dust Bowl stinks, but I'm not, I'm like, it's fine. Yeah. You know, their their beer's fine. Uh, we sell a lot of it. It does well. We know a lot of people who uh, show up and enjoy their beer. Uh-huh. But, um, you yeah, know. Yeah, they get like pretty good di- distribution. Yeah. But like for, you know, it can live somewhere like here. Uh-huh. There's just so much new good right. beer coming out right. all the time. Yeah. Uh, so it's hard for me to just like you know, get attached to mm. a brewery mm. that's not from here or, you know, one of my uh, very heartfelt breweries that I've been into for a long time. Right. Does both just not one of those. But having had their beers on draft, mm-hmm. uh, my opinion of them has been greatly elevated because yeah, man, uh, their difference. beers were very good on draft. They were very good. This is why you you always want to get a beer on yeah you always want to get a beer on draft. It's just a different it's look, different. man. It's different. Like it's you know same it's, beer is different. Yeah, somehow. it's just better. Like just like this beer is Black History, yep. it doesn't taste as much like weed. It doesn't. It doesn't you translate. Know? I think some beers translate better and some don't. That happens with but, a lot of things. Like you know, I don't know if it's the canning process or what, but like there's this. Place over here called Go Get 'em Tiger, and they make this tea called Fizzy Hoppy Tea. Oh, uh-huh. they started canning it. Yeah, their canned tea is just not as good as the one you get fresh. Mm-hmm. It's just not even close, you know. Something and about it. That's why it's still good. If you can get stuff on tap, do it. Even if it's a beer you've had. Yeah, straight from the spigot. Straight different... from the spigot. Like, like, like I imagine, like, like you know, uh, babies. Like the breast milk got to be so good. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Straight from the, yeah, straight from, straight the, from the spigot. You know, it's got the perfect temperature, I'm assuming. <laughs> like Tom Green, I remember I used to watch Tom Green and it was gross. Like he would, he would, uh, drink milk straight from a cow's udder. I'm like, man, maybe he's onto something. No, I'm sure that shit is fucking delicious. It has to be it's nasty like, as hell. I don't know. What? Anyway, it's it, probably like, like, like sweet, like cream. Let's move on from. Okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Anyway, so then, okay, so me, I was driving back home, so I was, like, maybe tasting a little here and there, but not really drinking, so, like, he can, William can tell you more about the beers that we had, but, so, from Monterey, we drove down to uh, San Luis Obispo, Mm. um, because we wanted to visit this brewery called There Does Not Exist, which we had been seeing their beers here. Yeah. And when I looked, when we looked up where it was, it was in San Luis Obispo. So it was like, all right, I guess we'll get to it at some point. And this was a perfect chance. So we did. They have a really uh, distinct can art where it's all just black and white. And it has this like specific artwork by this one artist. And honestly, because it has like the same aesthetic, it's hard for me to tell. Have we had this beer? I don't know because yeah. it's like I like they. Everyone the <laughs> should like check out it. their can art because their aesthetic is really distinct and the artist is really awesome. On Instagram oh. is at I B A Y A 
R-I-F-I-N-S. What? Ibeyar Riffins. Okay. That's just how I can pronounce it. Yeah. But um, apparently he's an Indian artist and he does very, very cool, like almost like like etchings. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. in black and white. Yeah. And um, I was talking to them about their art. And they were just telling me that, like, it's kind of up to him what they do with the can art. Like, he found them. He was looking for somewhere to do his, his art, and he found the cans. But I think can art is one of huh. the most fantastic uh, canvases. Yeah. Canvases. And uh, it was always really this distinct. So we uh, got the chance to check them out. We've had their beers before. It's all very good. Yeah. All of their beers are very good, and yeah. their brewery is beautiful, and it's located in wine country. It's right. absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, and it's, it's kind of off, absolutely off to the side, and it's kind of quiet. It's really cool. It was chill. Like, and it was hilarious because this was Super Bowl Sunday, and um, I think when we got there, it, it was just, just right when the yeah. game had started. Um, but people were there chilling. There's like a lot of like people with their dogs chilling out, I guess, avoiding the game. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, so it was just like, because, uh, I think on their Instagram, they're like, come where we're, miss the game come, with us. Right. Come miss the game with us. So they were like deliberately not showing, like they didn't have a TV or anything. Yeah. No, no there's no have, TVs. Yeah. There. So it was like, it was really cool. It was like kind of like tranquil, you know, they like, treated us right. Yeah. Yeah, so it was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was really happy that we got to do that. That's a high recommend. Yeah, we, yeah. If you're in we, the area, we highly recommend that. Yeah, and so that <clears throat> we drove a little further uh, down, and in Santa Barbara, we went to Topa Topa. Which okay, so we've been to Topa Topa, but the one in Ventura, which I think is their main brewery, which is closer to LA. But uh, we ended up going to the one in Santa Barbara, and it was cool because, for one thing, we got there right, like, when there was, like, five minutes left of the Super Bowl, which is hilarious. So we got to catch the end of the game. Mm-hmm. And we found out that this, in this Santa Barbara location, um, they were splitting the building where it was, like, uh, the other half was... Uh, this place called Llama Dog Tap Room and Bottle Shop, mm-hmm. and Fox Winery. Fox Winery. Oh, Fox Winery was like in the Topa Topa space, so mm-hmm. there, there was like it three was things space. going on. Yeah, yeah. And there's also a restaurant there. Yeah, yeah, they nice had too. food. They they had like a full. It was like a menu. nice little like it was a uh, it was a nice little uh, communal. Yeah, space. yeah, it was really cool With because places. it was like, you know, we were trying to get dinner and we ended up getting like some, deli- I got like a seafood burger, which was fucking delicious. Yeah, somebody ground a whole bunch of different seafoods up into a patty. It was fucking delicious. And made delicious. it taste fantastic. Uh, it was very good. Uh, we were, yeah, so we, I mean, we like Topa Topa anyway. We right. like what they do. Right. Uh, but this Especially was Especially like of, the tap room because. Yeah. It, it was one of the nicer spaces. I mean, we've yeah. only been to two and they. But, like, their headquarters is in Ventura. Right. Um, but this space that they had was very, very cute. And, yeah, like I said, awesome. you know, this is the ballpark. This is part of the ballpark, at least, of uh-huh. the uh, podcast. But we got the chance 
to watch the Kansas City Chiefs win the Super Bowl. We did, yeah. Which was controversial, apparently, at the end. There were people who were mad. Uh, the space cleared out pretty quickly after yeah. they won. But, um, you know, I had kind of been following the game uh, on my phone, just mm-hmm. looking at updates throughout yeah. the drive. But my plan was, hey, man, the Super Bowl is going to be going on. Yeah. There's going to be no traffic on the on the road. And there was pretty much no traffic yeah, yeah, no, the entire cool. way down. Yeah. It was perfect. It was a perfect drive. Maybe and a we, little bit at the end. That was Yeah. Good. And uh, Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. You know, I know it's Mahomes, but I like saying Mahomes. He Mahomed it. So, yeah, that was basically... And we got, like, uh, a bunch of beers at the Lama, Lama Dog, Dog yeah. tap room, which was really cool. And and then we drove home. This was it was like a great little trip that we ended up doing. With that said, so all those breweries uh-huh. we went to, yeah, so many of them are good. Uh-huh. Just real quick, yeah. What are the breweries you loved? I would say, in terms of like the experience of going to the brewery, my recommendation would definitely. Urban Roots, Urban just Roots. because they got that barbecue, you know what I mean? Like, you, you, you can do both. Like, I love I love it when a brewery is offering you, like, legit food. Right. Okay? So, like, definitely check it out. And I would say this Topa Topa in San, Santa Barbara, okay. because it's like a three, four for one, because it's the Topa Topa, the winery, which we didn't do. The wine we didn't do, uh, the llama dog, um, and then the food that they got. Okay. And they had like a full menu. It was good. Like, so I feel like it's a it's worth a visit. You know, of the new places that we visited, I feel like those would be it. Okay. Because for me, tennis call and like original, original pattern, pattern is like like if we go to Oakland, we gotta go there. Yeah. You know, so it's like to me, it's already a staple for Oakland. Right. Um, but those two, the new ones that we went to for the full experience, I would say like highly recommended. Okay. All right. Well, that was the Bruce Cruise. Okay. And let's get into what made you want to drink. All right. All right. So I'll go first. Go ahead. What All made right. you want to drink? Will Buying you? too much beer. <laughs> I bought too much beer. Oh it didn't God. make me want to drink because you guys know me. I'm trying to cut back. Are I'm you? drinking too much You're beer. Lying. Like no, that no, no, no. That's what my good mind says. But my other mind, my lizard brain, is like more beer, bro. And so, so I got too much. So now it's not so much what made me want to drink. It's What's making what you made me have to have drink? To drink yeah. I gotta clear this beer. I mean, I got beers to clear. You can check out our Instagram at Drink Local TV. Hey, hey, we posted a photo of William with all the beers that we bought, and this is not even all of it. Right. There's a few more. Like there are more. Yeah, that didn't make the cut, like for the photo purpose, but like. We got a lot. We, I mean, it's nice. It's yeah. nice. Well, we uh, we got well. I'm excited. We got somewhere in the neighborhood of, it had to be like 120 beers. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, uh, it was it's a lot of it's a lot of beers. 
Uh, yeah, and it's cool because some we got four packs of some, and we got like individuals of some other ones. So it's nice, you know, to yeah. kind of be able to like some of the beers we can like drink and know that there's like more of them, and then some of them are like, ooh, let's taste this. And we have enough to uh, gift out to people that we know and love. Yeah, yeah, really we nice already too. we already been doing that. Yeah. So. So. That's all that made me want to drink. <laughs> you know, that's it for me. What made you want to drink? Okay, so for me, so in during this trip, we went to the reason we went to Sacramento, which sounds pretty fucking random, and the Bay Area was partly so we can watch some basketball, right? Because beer and basketball is like our excuse to visit different places. And so we went to see a game in Sacramento, uh, Kings versus Mavericks, which was cool. The Kings lost, unfortunately. Um, but it's cool. The arena was really cool. And then in the Bay Area in San Francisco, it used to be Oakland, but now San Francisco, we went to the, what's it called? Chase Center? Mm-hmm. In San Francisco to watch the Warriors versus the Lakers, our team. And so we were pretty excited. Steph Curry was out with injury and LeBron wasn't playing, but we're like, this is fine. Like, this is great. And we go and we're like, where's our seats? And we go and then we're like, what does this mean on the e-ticket? It says SRO. SRO. And uh, we went with our friend David. Uh, who was like we were staying with in Oakland, and he was like standing room only, and we're like ha ha ha. Can't hell be right. No. Yeah. yeah, it says seats right here. It right. says seats, right. and that's fully spelled out. It says S E A T S. So we go, and they're like, "Oh, it's right here," and it's literally fucking standing, uh, little squares. Yeah. And we're like, "What?" It's like hopscotch spots. Yes, yes, they fucking put tape and put like a number being like six. This is where you stand. And we're like, what the fuck? And it's literally uh, seats that they would have in arenas where it's like where people with wheelchairs will like have seats, you know? So it's kind of like no built-in seats, you know? And it's kind of like a little balcony almost. But for some reason... I didn't see any wheelchairs there. They had put out uh, folding chairs on the first row, and then the second row was standing. If we had stood in the fucking little hopscotch square that they designated to us, I couldn't see shit. I couldn't see the floor at all. I would have ended up having to stare at the jumbotron because it was like too far back from the edge, and there was obviously it was not elevated. So we couldn't see the floor. Luckily, they didn't say anything with us, like, standing in front of... They even had it roped off, but we're like, fuck this rope, we're going to stand in front of it. And we're going to stand right behind these people with these folding chairs. And so we did that. And you know what? It ended up being great. Like, not the standing part. That wasn't great. But we ended up having a lot of fun. Uh, it was a good game, back and forth, and the Lakers ended up winning. So it was amazing to win on the road and shut some people up. You know, these uh, 
these Warriors fans, and it was hilarious because there was like a kid sitting there with his grandparents, right? It was like his grandparents and like some other old people that were sitting with this kid. And what can you say? Like every time uh, the Lakers did something and William was like being like pretty loud about it, the grandfather would yeah. like rub his rub back. his back and console him. <laughs> well, no, nah, it was because like I was only getting a little bit loud and I was not obnoxious. No, I was no. just being a like, good Lakers like, fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not, because crazy. the people uh, behind me were hating heavily because I had a very big Lakers starters jacket on, so I became their object of ire. I became their enemy. I became a symbol. Yeah. Of the team that they are against. Right. Which I understand, you know, people were cool there. Like no one, yeah, nobody was, was like being like mean. Yeah. You know, I've seen people be bad fans at places, and uh, the Golden State Warriors fans were uh, not doing that around us. Yeah, but uh, they were trying to talk big shit when they were up. The thing is, it was a very tight game, so yeah. there were a lot of opportunities for us to also talk big shit and mm-hmm. we had like a little lakers crew with us because there was another gentleman who also was by uh, himself yeah, yeah standing. He, got, he got grifted he couldn't believe it either <laughs> and i know he 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 was just like had this, like he had this demeanor of somebody who was just like is this really happening right like he yeah. couldn't believe it yeah but luckily like the people who were uh, the security they understood this right was like it was bullshit they let us stand over the shoulders of people who had seats yeah. Uh, and we did see some people uh, step out for a while, and then some people who didn't have seats that were near us got in those seats, and security right away. So like, no, 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 you gotta, you gotta you stand. You don't get seats. You only paid $300. These <laughs> seats are $400. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, yeah. and it's like it's the, the craziest thing about the standing room only area is that it was the same amount of space as the seats that were in front of us, which were fucking folding chairs. Right. So they could have just given us folding chairs. You know what to, though? I'm glad they sit didn't down because if our butts got tired. Right. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like so during half time. have to sit Indian style. Yeah, during half time I was sitting on the ground, which like these other people were too, but but I mean, it was an experience, you know. Um it was. But it was. I kept like walking around to like get like a good view of Yeah, we were moving a lot. It know, was a good game. It was good. It was good. Like, we ended up having a lot of fun. And this was, like, the first game after um, some trades happened. So we had some new players on the team, including uh, D'Angelo Russell, who was drafted by the Lakers. And then he got traded. And then he played for a few different teams. And then he came back. He was traded back. And I was, like, really hyped. I had his uh, jersey. Yeah. And I, like... From the first time he was on the Lakers, and I was like super bummed out because it was like as soon as I bought his jersey, he got traded, and I was like, I am never buying another jersey again because there was another player actually that I bought a jersey of, and he got traded, and I was like, never again. But but then he came back, so I'm like, all right, okay, yeah. maybe maybe they're all coming back. You're silly, but it's <laughs> worth it's, it's worth you know it's always worth keeping a jersey because it represents a moment oh, yeah. in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm glad that I can rock it again. And so I'm really excited. You know, I mean, Lakers are not in the greatest position. But, you know, like, it was really fun. And we got that win on the road. So mm-hmm. I was, we, we actually was not, we were not drinking at the game. 
No, we didn't drink at the game. It was... But we drank, you know, plenty before, like like we said. Yeah, so we it was cool. You know, yeah. we it was great. It was fun. But hey. Yes. That is what we did yep. on our latest yep. craft beer adventure. Mm-hmm. We it love it. It was a lot of fun. Yep. It was very exciting. It's always fun to do this. We're going to be doing something else again. Yep. You know, it always, always leaves us with stories to tell, mm-hmm. with Places memories to, to reflect upon, yep. and with beers to drink. <laughs> and to take home. Absolutely. Yep. And that said, yes. can you tell these tasters mm-hmm. where they can find us on ye old internet? Drinklocal.tv, I believe. Can you tell them where to find us on the Instagram and the Twitter? At drinklocaltv. And can you tell them what we always tell them to close out the show? Bottoms, Bottoms up! up!